You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. Another fun astrology episode coming your way today, and we are talking about a part of the birth chart that just often isn't discussed, and I'm glad that we're we're hopping into it today. We're talking about Lilith. She's a badass. She's the amazing archetype of a woman suppressed, a woman who's, who's really not allowing that anymore. And the amazing Adama Cisse of Lilith Astrology is here to tell us all about Lilith. It's actually so perfect that this episode is dropping today, the day after a woman, a woman of color, was sworn into the White House as the vice president. Lilith is the representation of suppression of the feminine in astrology. And, you know, in full Aquarian energy, we are we're really breaking those rules. We're getting there. We're making those strides. We're breaking down systems and it's it's really glorious. It felt like a good day to be listening to this episode. Um, before we dive into our conversation with Adama, I wanted to tell you about some fun things coming up with the Yoga Magic community. I know I talk about all this, this all the time, but my word for 2021 is community. And I want to bring you know more self-care, self-study to as many people as possible in a lot of different ways. So you'll be seeing more and more events pop up that are either free or very low cost. And again, just want to bring people together so that we can share in this work of self-discovery. The next event coming up is a free astrology and journaling workshop with Liv Bowser from Liberate Studio. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode with Liv, she's an amazing woman. She founded the first ever mental wellness studio, and we're coming together to talk about the emotional well-being that you can tap into in your moon sign. I'll talk astrology, she'll talk journaling, some meditation, and it's on January 30th at 11.30 Central Time. It's totally free. You can check out more info in the show notes. If you're a podcaster and you've been thinking about starting a podcast, I'm hosting a super casual, fun podcaster happy hour alongside my friend and future guest, Paige Boner, the host of the podcast, It's Hard. And we're just coming together to share some ideas and strategies, woes, all the things. That is on Tuesday, February 9th at 6 p.m. Central Time. And again, that's totally free. And then finally, on Thursday, February 11th, the most hilarious and fun event ever <laughs> with my friend Taylor Gruy of Unreasonable Enthusiasm. We're co-hosting a Big Booty Mix Yoga Flow. If you're not familiar with Big Booty Mix, it's basically like an epic mashup song that 
will get you so pumped up. So we're going to flow, we're going to move the body, and then Taylor is going to do a cocktail tutorial, spicy margarita, I think it is, and we're just going to hang. It's going to be fun. It's all on Zoom and tickets are $5. So go ahead, check out all the info on those events in the show notes. We'd love to meet some of you. We'd love to hang out on Zoom. It's going to be fun. Okay, so Lilith. Adam Assise is the astrologer behind Lilith Astrology, and she's she's dedicated to empowering women through profound knowledge of the universe and magic manifestation techniques. Ugh, it's like music to my ears. And she really stepped into her power, into her light, when she discovered that the placement of the archetype Lilith, who we'll talk about a lot today, was actually in her first house, the house of identity. And Lilith is the true embodiment of a woman suppressed, but a woman that's had enough, a woman that will not put up with that suppression. So Adama breaks this down much better than I'm doing right now, but I wanted to tee it up in case you're totally unfamiliar. If you want to find out where your Lilith is in your birth chart, Adama gives a couple resources, but Cafe Astrology is a great place to start. You can see which house uh, uh, Lilith is in and which, you know, which area of your life she might be showing up, maybe where you've been suppressed, maybe where you're feeling suppressed, where you have some work to do. I learned so much from this convo. I'm so glad that I got to chat with Adama. A quick thanks to our awesome sponsor Simpson and Vale Tea. Love those guys. And remember that you get 15% off with the code Yoga Magic. All right, let's hop over to my conversation with Adam Assise, the amazing astrologer and founder of Lilith Astrology. Thank you so much for being here. I've been so excited for this interview for since we got this set up. I love all the things that you teach, your YouTube videos, and how you talk about Lilith and just that that feminine power. Can you tell listeners who you are, how you got into astrology and really just kind of, you know, what your, what Lilith means to you? Yes. So, wow. Lilith is, is me. (laughs) I hate to sound cheesy and say that, but that's how I really gravitated towards this goddess and naming what I do after her because Lilith is me. Lilith is my family. I'm a black woman and I'm African-American on one side. So my mom's originally from New York, but our family is from, um, are actually like Gullah ancestry from the South. And then my dad is from Sierra Leone, Freetown, Sierra Leone, West Africa. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm African-American. So I'm the dark feminine and I have it in my first house of self. Um, And I've always just, it just resonated with me because it's just been my life. Mm -hmm. unconsciously. And when I dug into the archetype and when I really just started putting all the pieces together and being like, Oh, that's my grandmother. Oh, that's the other grandmother. And that's my mother. And then all my aunts are like that. Even my stepmom, like, I'm just like every woman that is related to me, that is, is, that's a black woman can relate to the energy of this placement. Um, and so I feel like for all women, not just the, the black, you know, the black woman, but I feel like for everyone, this is a big, point of shadow work and a place where you can truly transform and find your feminine power instead of believing the programming that was instilled in us that we are not enough and we need to be suppressed. So mm-hmm. just just long story short, Lilith is, is me because this is just what I've gone through my entire life. Um, and I really feel like I, I was put here and I've gone through some of the things that I've gone through and been made a, a black woman. <laughs> Literally, I, I I can offer this, you know, to the collective and offer this to other women and help teach them to 
to come, you know, claim their own power. And that can be in, in all facets of their life from money to job, to relationships, uh, everything stems from us realizing our personal power. Mm -hmm. So was it the discovery of the archetype of Lilith that really got you excited about astrology or were you studying it first or like, how did you get to building this beautiful brand around this strong figure? Yeah. So I, I discovered Lilith after I'd been studying and I was actually in an, in a group astrology class and, you know, just mind my business, coming to class, so to do. And one of my coworkers, or not coworkers, excuse me, one of my co-classmates brought in Lilith. She's like, I really want to talk about this today because I have this in my first house and we're, we're friends. We're still, we still know, you know, we chat from time to time. And like, um, she's like, I have this in my first house and she, we started talking about it and she brought in the archetype and the teacher was like, okay, well, we'll definitely do a bigger lesson on it next time. I'm going to do some digging. And so we did a bigger lesson on it. And I, looking at my chart, I discovered I had it in my first house as well. Uh, obviously, bon- like, I, and I was friends with this person, the, this other girl in my class. Before I knew that, I was like, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> holy really cow. Similar in that respect, same, same rising, all of that. Um, and so I realized it just dawned on me and I was like, oh my God, this is literally the sh- sh- shit. I don't, can I, <laughs> yeah, you can totally, <laughs> I want to say shit. Cause it just, it, it fits. This is the shit that I deal with all the time, like every day. And like, it's like an ancestral thing. And I really, yeah. and mine's retrograde. Like I really mm. put two and two together and I just was like, Lilith astrology in class. I literally was after a couple of classes of this, I was like, Lilith astrology. And I went home and I bought the domain and I just, I just saw it in my head. I just was like, Oh, that's it. I wasn't like, Oh, like I was going to name my astrology practice, like Adam say astrology. Like, right. I don't know. Like, like, and then it, it just came to me. And I feel like that's happened a lot in my life. Um, and it's in my chart as such, but things just, kind of hit me on the head and I'm like, Oh, like that's what I should do. And I, I've learned to listen to signs and synchronicities all my life. I was doing it, even if it was unconsciously so really, it was synchronistic. I wasn't like searching. I did not do Google search. Like, what do I name myself? Like I would literally named after myself, but then I saw, I was like, this is some real deep stuff. And then I dug into more of the legend and I found out, so my name actually, I, so my father's from Freetown, Sierra Leone, and I was named after my grandmother, who I, she's like a Lilith archetype straight up, but I was named a- after her. And um, essentially my name is Hebrew and it's from the old text where Lilith is, that that story comes from. And my name means, is Adama, which was in, in that story. Oh. It means birth that Lilith and Adam came from. Adam, my name. I'm not oh my God, I have goosebumps. I was like, what? <laughs> Doesn't that just like blow your mind when that stuff comes up? It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. Because I'm no, I knew that for a while because every, like I, I researched it and then every Israeli person I, I would meet would ask me like, oh, are you, are you Jewish? Like, cause like it's a, the people are named that there. It's, mm-hmm. it's a Hebrew name um, and it means earth. So it's the earth that the first man and woman came from. And I knew that forever. And then I was like, 
I just literally was like, oh my God, the synchronicity. I was like, I got to do this. Yeah. Even I, I filed for a trademark and the lawyer told me like, oh, you might not get it. And if you don't get it, you're going to lose your money because it's descriptive because Lil- Lilith is like, it's like Pluto or Saturn. Mm. It's a, it's a placement. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to get it. And she was like, wow, you have a lot of faith. I was like, you don't know, you don't know me. <laughs> Do you know Lilith? <laughs> and I got, and it's trademarked in the U.S. trademark. It went through. Oh my gosh. So it, it was fate. And I just, that's what I believe in too. And I teach all my clients, like if something's resistant and you're feeling emotionally resistance to it, and it's, it's, there's being blocks placed in front of you, listen to that and kind of divert you know, your direction. And it just was so easy that I was like, this is, this is it. So that's Mm -hmm. really why I chose it. Yeah. Will you tell the story of Lilith for those that aren't familiar with her? And, and I'm, you had said that it comes, I mean, comes from the Bible, but obviously not the Bible, like it wasn't included in the old Testament. Right. Right. It's like the old, old. Yeah. It's, it's things that are not included. Um, (laughs) Even more controversial and even more of like the divine feminine suppressed. Cause it's like, we'll just act like this story did not exist. It's in like the little gossip, you know, the, uh, in the little, you know, alchemy and esoteric gossip rag, but like, we're not going to put her in the main, the main attraction like Eve's. So so yes, so Lilith, she's in the ancient, ancient text. And essentially Lilith and Adam were born from the dust, Adama, <laughs> from the earth. And God created them equally. And, you know, they're living their best life and basically tame time to procreate. And Adam was like, lay underneath me, woman, like you're a woman. So you're beneath me and we're not equal and I'm the man. And so straight up day one, the patriarchy was suppressing the divine feminine instead of balancing and uplifting and being that divine masculine counterpart. So that's the story essentially of the patriarchy straight Mm -hmm. up. And it's, and it's there as a lesson, but it, it got, it got demonized into basically a woman getting turned into essentially, yeah, straight up getting, she got turned into a demon. That was how they twisted it. And that basically it's like a lesson to other women to not act like that and to obey. Because she wouldn't allow that to happen. She's like, no, we're equal, right? She ran away. She literally defied God and her husband. She was like, no, we're equal. And she ran away and she was de- she's been demonized throughout history. Even, you know, you can hear some astrological interpretations, like no knocking against what other people believe, but as if she's she's awful or she's a bitch or she's it's just a crude part of the chart. And it's not the case. It's only that if you allow it to get to that point. But that's what my practice is, is understanding that part of your birth chart so that you can transform it and and use spiritual alchemy, essentially transform shadow to light and use it to help others or to just empower your own life in a positive way instead of kind of succumbing. It's like Pluto, for instance. People are afraid afraid of Pluto. Saturn gets same rap as well. And rightfully so, because when those energies go unchecked and you aren't, you don't understand how to work with that resistance. Um, and you let go of some of the resistance you feel during a time like that, it can be, it can be a place of your downfall. Mm -hmm. Um, But I teach the light (laughs) with Lilith and I, I help 
I'm a Scorpio, so it's natural for me to help people and sit with people in the shadow and, and hear challenging stories and help them bring it to light and make it make it known, make it seen so that they can they can transform it energetically within themselves and not keep manifesting that trauma because we do we do that as as from birth traumas that we experience um we manifest that in different ways in our lives and that's why shadow work is so important and so i also call Lilith the ultimate shadow work as well because it you're essentially doing that Mm. oh that's that's super poignant and i the shadow work man i love i love the shadow work and i just i talk about it all the time on this show and i think it's hard for some people to grasp like what do you mean shadow work like what are we doing but when you talk about the suppress of the feminine and like where that shows up in our life that yes like that's a really targeted shadow journey how can so when i was pulling up my lilith just kind of googling around i found it kind of challenging to figure out exactly where the placement is and like where who to trust and i'm like i just need to get a reading from you that's what i need to do <laughs> but if someone wanted to just see where it is um how can yeah. i do that so if you're using a site like astro.com or, or it's like astro theme um you can you can get your lilith placement okay but the thing is i always recommend the true placement versus the mean so you can go in like the settings and change it to the true placement. And that'll give you the one that I've used. If you want, you can use the mean, but basically it's an oscillating apogee. So it's a point in space. Right. What the one that I use, the black moon. The, and it's kind of like the north and south node. You have a mean north and south node and you have a true. And the true is the one that is just the most accurate because it's more of the um, actual placement at that moment in time instead of a mean of all the different oscillating um, placements that go on throughout the month. Okay. It doesn't have a, it's not like a orbit, like a planet. Right. Um, it's, it's a different type of different type of game. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So mine's in Gemini. It's in the second house. What is that? What is your interpretation of, of Lilith and Gemini? Mm -hmm. So Lilith and Gemini. So it's suppression of the voice. Mm. Gemini represents, which it's very interesting. I love that you have a podcast. Um, and, and you're having me on and here. I'm just like, let's do this <laughs> all about it. Um, but Gemini represents things like this and it's, it's also, um, childhood speaking. It's, um, it's essentially like everyday communication, sending emails, sending, sending texts, talking with a friend, short distance communication. So that's just Gemini as a sign. And so when you think of Lilith, where it's essentially suppression of that area of your life and made to feel as if what you bring in the room isn't enough and to essentially, you're basically dealing with unconscious suppression. And so Mm. this can come from when you're a child most of the time, and then you just repeat it throughout your life. And then a lot of it also, depending on the rest of your chart and the placement, it can come from past life. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just a shadow that you bring in and your shadow is something that you, that follows you around, but you don't really acknowledge it. I'm not like, Oh, look at my shadow today. Like it's dark. No one notices it. You don't notice it, but it's like there and it's always following you around until you can integrate it. So basically for you, when you were a child, essentially your voice, I think, you may have spoken up on certain things and just felt like you were kind of silenced or you're just a kid and we don't, you know, we don't take your opinion seriously. And maybe even in school, 
when you were young, um, you kind of felt that way as well and that you, you weren't as accepted uh, as other kids or you maybe, I don't know if you dealt with any bullying or um, suppression of mm-hmm. who you were and maybe your opinion was just so different from other people in your town or where you grew up or even with siblings, you can have that. But the thing is, it's in your second house. So that's the second layer is so all of that information. So the suppression of the voice that's in your second house of self-worth hmm. and that stems into your money and your material gains. And so what the, the situations, the programming that had happened to you or situations in past life that have happened to you are affecting your abundance in this life. And also, so in turn, your abundance gets affected by your self-worth. So basically what that part of the chart teaches us is that when, and this is, this is something I teach this manifestation 101, we manifest how we feel on the inside, right? We don't feel, if we feel lack, if we don't feel like we're enough, if we don't feel like our voice is enough, it, it, you're going to manifest that whether you're conscious of it or unconscious of it. So that's, that's something to recognize um, and doing exercises like mantras telling you you're, and it seems so simple, but doing things like that, positive mantras, speaking when it feels uncomfortable, taking backlash and still, you know, keeping yourself high vibrational when you feel that backlash, those are all practices to start working through any lack that you may be feeling. Another thing too, is that type of placement is connected with the, um, the throat chakra. Right. And so, mm. yeah. And then I would even say, I would even go as far to say the heart because the second house. Um, so, cause that's all connected. So right. it's like speaking from your heart, regardless of what, what other people may think, which I think you are already on the right path of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that's, that's, that's what you are, you are essentially been put here. And so mm-hmm. realizing that um, for me, it being in my first house, it was just me showing up in the room and it makes sense. I'm literally a black woman. So like, you know, there's times when I showed up, like it's crazy because I actually, so I just, so I, I got back into the news cycle after the this, this stuff that went on <laughs> and I had to watch cause I did a prediction and I predicted it actually happening and it did. So I was like, all right, I gotta get back into it. But I, I, I watched this, this, there's this girl in New York city where I live who attacked this young black Oh my God. I him. saw that, that crazy. Yes. Sorry. I shouldn't say crazy, but yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like assaulting, assaulting him. And he just went to the freaking store with his dad. That's Lilith in the first house. When you just show up, you're like, I'm minding my fucking business. Mm-hmm. I'm showing up here. And then you're going to like, there's some, some preconceived notion about how I am and who I am and what I'm worth. Da, da, da. And I've got, I didn't know, like, it's like, you know, that, that stuff, but when you, when I'm aware, I just, I can turn on the, um, just just the energy to be able to block that stuff. Mm -hmm. So even, even like when I go about every day, like, um, today I asked my building about getting a laundry card and he completely dismissed me in the email. And I get that all the time. Sometimes Mm -hmm. like when I'm doing everyday stuff. Yeah. So I went, (laughs) I was like, excuse me, we're going to, you're going to get this now and you're going to help me. You're not going to just excuse me. That's Lilith. I have to do that all the time. And like my family members, I can't tell you my aunt, like she does not play around. Like we'll go to a store and they, they will be rude to her and she will command and be like, and that's how I grew up is seeing women do this. I'm like, that's normal. I'm not going to deal with crap. 
but like you're all, you feel like you're always battling something when you're just being, <laughs> and you're just mm-hmm. living. So that's been my, my experience. And that's what allows me a lot of the time, actually 99.9% of the time to be able to just do the interpretations because it's my experience and I'm channeling that from that place. Um, and it's just in my ancestry as well. Like every woman in my family is the matriarch, like the boss, like she has to go through a lot of challenges and difficulty just being black and and a woman. So it's not only are you dealing with misogyny, but you're dealing with racism (laughs) laid on top of it. So you're constantly dealing with that. And I just saw these women, like they're all so successful in their own right every single one of them in my family. I'm lucky. Like my grandmother literally raised six kids, brought them over from Freetown, Sierra Leone uh, and, and sent my dad to London. My dad's a PhD. Like that she, she, and that she was not rich. So I just saw this and I was like, Oh, I can do, I can do that. Like, I just didn't see that. So I feel like I channel the knowledge that I gained from having these women in my life and the strength that I see into, into my clients. And I give them advice literally straight from, from my experience and what mm-hmm. I've seen, which is so like, you could have done anything, right? Like you could, you have this power, you have this amazing connection to Lilith and yet you choose to help other people. I mean, that's really amazing. I love that. It's just, I felt like I've been suppressed for so long and I just, and now, and, and, and being a mystic and, and being an astrologer, and I see that I'm like, I can't do anything else. I, I can't do like, no, no, no shade against like pop astrology, celebrity astrology or any, I can't do that because yeah. I see people, when I could see a client, I see, I see, I want to fix that. And I think cause it's the cancer rising, but I'm like, I want to help. <laughs> I don't want it to just be about the placements and, and who you're compatible with. I want to like transform lives. I want to change lives. So yeah. that's really why I, I started this whole thing. Yeah. I know you said you work with men as well. How does Lilith, how does that show up for men? Mm-hmm. So, well, so that's really interesting because it, it depends too. So gender with me, like I, I, whoever, however someone identifies, mm-hmm. that is how I read the chart because it's manifesting. So, um, for self-identifying women, I read the chart as such. Um, but for men, so if I'm reading a divine masculine self-identifying male, I would read the placement as this is some challenges that this man has with women, Mm. a type of woman that triggers him and triggers a shadow of wanting to be that Adam. And you probably never heard anybody, anybody, uh, uh, describe it like that, but that's it. Who wants to suppress? And it's not bad. Everyone has a shadow. Right. right. Like it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like, well, I can name one person who, who's little, it's really interesting. And he's in a house that's white, uh, but <laughs> not, not everyone's like bad, but it's, it's, it's the shadow. It's the core of what's up and what's, what's going on within him and his, his problems that he can have with women. And there's a shadow in everyone. All right, everyone, it's time for me to tell you about my favorite tea brand, Simpson and Vale Teas. I love a relaxing tea moment, especially at night, but I can't I can't do any sort of caffeine. I definitely like anytime after 2 p.m. So my go-to favorite 
is Simpson and Vale's new Moonlight Snooze Herbal Tea. Yummy, so good. It has valerian root, passion flower, linden, jasmine blossom, and organic lemon myrtle. I give it, I take it with a little honey, just relax at the end of the night. It's it's a moment. I first found Simpson and Vale because of their yoga blend teas. They have a blend for each of the chakras, and since then have found so many different blends that I just I really love. And I love supporting a small business. If you haven't heard of Simpson and Vale, they are a small business, family-owned company, and one of the oldest tea companies in the U.S. So support small everybody. So if you're in the market for an evening tea ritual or relaxing accompaniment to your yoga class, head on over to svt.com to check out over 380 different tea blends as well as accessories and gifts. And when you use code yoga magic, you get 15% off your first order. So stock up on that force order y'all. And again, that's svtea.com and use code yoga magic for 15% off. I think about, I don't have boys, I have little girls, but like, I think about if I had a little boy and be able to look at this at a young age and say, okay, Hey, you know what? This might come up for you. Like, let's work through it at an early age. Like how flipping cool to have my little feminist son. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my plan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it's, yeah, it's really interesting because I'll, I'll walk them through it and they're like, wow, that really makes that makes so much sense. Yeah. And, and it, a lot of it can stem from the mother. I look at the moon too, mm-hmm. in males in a men's, man's chart to understand that also in a straight man, cis man's chart, I'll look at the moon as well. Some will have like a little conjunct the moon or, or um, moon trying to like, I've dated. <laughs> so I'll look at charts and, and a recent <laughs> guy, it was just so, I hadn't looked at his chart for a while and I was like, oh, let me look. And I'm like, I can't believe he has Venus and Cancer conjunct Lilith right now. Like I can't <laughs> handle it. I'm rising. Oh man. So it's like I'm both. Yeah. So you you it's creepy when you as an astrologer start looking at it. Yeah. And people that you're like, oh, this is so karmic. Like you're like, oh no. <laughs> when you deliver that information, does that ever do people give you pushback, especially male identified individuals? I suppose yeah. if they're coming to you, they want to know. Yeah. Like if they're coming as a serious client, it's totally mm-hmm. fine. But I've had some men, so I'll get both ends of the spectrum. I've, I've had like, like, um, people who are very religious, who mm. feel the need, who that are men who feel the need to tell me what's up. And then just not religious, but just kind of, um, chauvinist, I guess that, yeah, chauvinistic. I'm trying to be nice. I don't want to downgrade them. Cause it's like, you know what? It's your trauma. Yeah. You're, you're just, don't project your trauma onto me. It's not really about me at all. Um, but those are two types of men, but like actual clients, I've never, okay. Or men, I've never had a, had an issue. What are they like? Are there, are there more and more people reaching out? I feel like it's, people are hungry for this right now. The shift is just like, I'm excited. If I were, if I were you right now, I'm sure you're just crazy busy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been, it's really interesting the shift as well because it's it's just the energy is just so different. Like right after the sh- the the shift, I'm sure you're referring to is the um, Jupiter Saturn conjunction. Yeah, twelve twenty one. Yep. So the, that week, I manifested this apartment. 
stop really <laughs> I want to move and literally found I got this place to a friend it was like a serendipitous thing in four days but I was like it's definitely the uh shift <laughs> right do you think that like what does Lilith have in the cards for 2021 so basically it's like you read the chart like I'm a I'm a holistic I, I I'll when I'm doing like so this is what's called mundane astrology so it's like the general without basing it on a certain sign um, I'll take a look at like certain big events and kind of snapshot it from there. So we do have Jupiter moving into, um, into Pisces in the summer. And I think that definitely is a positive shift, especially for the divine feminine mm-hmm. and Jupiter, Jupiter is not a divine feminine planet by any means, but Pisces is, but Jupiter represents spirituality and growth and abundance. And so I really think that it's going to create even more of a platform for people like you and I, who are trying to spread more of a divine feminine message. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think in terms of voices, as we progress, I know right now it seems very challenging. (laughs) And definitely if you, if you follow, if you follow me on YouTube, check out my my yearly forecast, because I kind of went into more detail about this before it happened. But it seems like we're, we're getting suppressed, right? Like it mm. seems like there's a lot of control. Um, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of wounded masculine going on where mm. it's just, people feel the need to like be armed and be dangerous. And this is literally like the, the wounded, dev- like straight up the wounded by masculine. But it's interesting because Mars, as we start off the year is in Taurus and Mars is a divine masculine planet, but Taurus is a divine feminine sign and Mars yeah. is detriment there. So <laughs> that's the energy as we start off the year. And then we have the transits to Uranus. We have Jupiter and Aquarius, Saturn and Aquarius as we start off the year. So this is just a lot of tension and you can really, you're going to really start to see, like, even I went back into the new cycle and I saw AOC speaking, Kamala Harris speaking, you're really, and, and that whole, the landslide in Georgia out of them women, especially women of color, I just feel like as we progress through the year, the divine feminine is going to be brought to light more and, and the voices will not feel as suppressed that we will have more of a platform. And this is written in the stars straight up, like mm-hmm. all there, uh, even with the shift, the Aquarian age, we're going through a cusp. Like we're not, it's not like day one of age of Aquarius and right. not shifts and we're like wearing space hats now. Like, no. And a lot of people I think thought that they're like, okay, now today at 1221 midnight, like, let's go. I'm glad you said that. I totally agree. Like the law of this reality is things take time to manifest. Like right. when we're talking about magic, like this isn't Harry Potter, you know, I'm not going to wave, maybe in another realm, I'm able to wave a wand and <laughs> make what I'm appear, but it, it, it takes time to manifest. And if you're vibrating at a higher rate, you can manifest faster, but this take, this is going to take time. Like the, the government is still doing its crap. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the control structures are still here and there's still old gross things like patriarchy and racism. And if we think that that's going to go away overnight, no. So we have to have a breakdown before the breakthrough. And that's another thing with Pluto in Capricorn, we're still going to be experiencing that this year. Yeah. That's going to continue to break down. 
that Capricorn structure so that we can then rebuild. Pluto moves into Aquarius. We get a peak in 20, 2023, Pluto moves into Aquarius, which is a huge shift. And that's really starting to usher things forward. But this is going to be a breakdown period for mm-hmm. some some time. But I definitely see the divine feminine. I, I really think that that Jupiter is really going to start to bring that empathy out of people more so than, and, and even Jupiter and Aquarius and Saturn. Mm-hmm. The, the, and they're both in Aquarius. This is the sign of the, the collective. And the humanitarian is and, and humanitarian energy. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a beautiful, slow, gradual process. But if we can just start to educate ourselves on why some of the, the systems exist instead of acting like they don't, I think that's a great way to to be spiritual. I just I, I feel like I've seen a lot of people just acting like certain things never happened in history and like right. people mechanisms aren't here and people aren't still suffering. Like my, I want to still be present in, in this reality to help people who are in this, in this, still in this quote unquote matrix to help usher in this, that people like you and I are here to help usher in this new age, but it's a process. It's a it's process. <laughs> yeah. I have a two-year-old and she's, um, an Aquarius son. And I only in the last couple of years really got into Aquarius after her birth, but her name is Aurora, the awakening. And she's, she is like my, a little awakening. And when I learned about the Aquarius energy and just like what that means and the rule breaking and the, the collective, I'm just like, how flippin' kismet is that? <laughs> my little awakening is an Aquarius. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really interesting because awakening just means you you're breaking out of programming, right? You we've all been heavily, heavily, heavily programmed. I'm still fighting some programs sometimes. I'm like, Ooh, that's I'm like, that's a program, it, but it's, it's, it's shadow work to call it out and, and reverse the behavior. But that's really what we're seeing just in the news people's reactions, things like that. It's all programming and mm-hmm. people are still being programmed even right now at why at a drop. Someone can say, you know, go, go to this building and go break it down and, and do crazy stuff. That's you're literally programmed. So it's continuing. So I think that people are hopefully beginning to see through that. And obviously that's a gradual process, but I think also independent platforms are a huge part of this, like mm-hmm. independent creators like you and I, um, that are a kind of against a lot of this like misinformation or even just spreading more of an esoteric message. Who inspires you? When we were talking before we started recording, it's just like, I'm so curious to know other astrologers, people that are, are just, they're spreading the light. Like who, in, who inspires you? So in terms of astrology, Nadia Shah is a huge inspiration to me. I think she's a great astrologer. She's on YouTube. If you, you all want to check her out, she's a, she's, I think she's reached 150 K on. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She's extremely popular. And I was just on her school. And if you, if you all are interested, I think it's still up for purchase, but I did a a career life path. Mm, Okay. I'll link that up. Yeah. Check that out. Um, Ruby Warrington is another one. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Yeah. She's the author, founder of the Numinous. She's just been just such a 
kind person to me. I we I know her personally, and she's just awesome, and she's she's a great astrologer. So there's the so I I follow some very esoteric people, and there's another one, Santos Bonacci. He is not mainstream at all. He's Ooh, very, okay. He's I think he's in Mexico now, and he's originally from New Zealand, but. Okay. If you look, if you search for him on YouTube, he's fantastic. Colin Bedell, he's fantastic. Queer Cosmos. <laughs> I don't know he's him. Amazing. I'll have to check that out. Okay. Yeah, check him out. He's he's on Instagram as Queer Cosmos. Awesome. That's thank you for for listing those because it's just this community. I would say our community is still like learning, like especially me. <laughs> learning about what the next steps are and who to reach out to. And, and actually the other day, I just had a friend of mine who's like, I don't know any black astrologers. And I'm like, I do like, we need to keep spreading the word. There's so many amazing black astrologers. There's even on YouTube, I'll come across some just that come on my, my, whatever, you know, my algorithm. And I'm just like, wow, like (laughs) they're so good. Like there are, there's tons. But you're doing the work. I am so, I'm just so honored that you came on the show and we could chat because I I love the stuff that you're doing. And the, again, the Lilith placement, like, wow, so motivational. I'm excited. I, I know we didn't get to talk about the um, astro, was it astrotypography? Is that how you say it? Oh, yes. So astrotypography and um, just travel relocated charts. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. do those readings too. So if anyone is curious about what that means and- definitely seek Adama out. Can you tell everyone, you know, I know you have a membership. I know you have, you know, you do readings, all of your offerings for people that want to get in touch with you. Yeah. So I have my memberships where I do monthly, weekly, and I do special, uh, special premium horoscopes. Those are video format. And then I also have a community. It's called the magic mystery group. And essentially this is a place for magical community. I share all of my knowledge, tips, tricks, weekly horoscopes are actually shared there as well. And members talk with me, ask me questions, have, we have dialogue, have conversations. And then I also have just different webinars throughout the month that are included in the membership. And also members receive discounts. I have like up to a $100 discount on my readings for members. Okay. So that's another fun, fun thing members receive. And yeah, we have things like meditation challenges as well. Mm. I basically build them based off of my own and I, I combine witchy, witch, witchy stuff, astrology and law of attraction techniques. Ooh, and okay. I create these, these, these programs that are definitely, my members are manifesting. They share my, their wins with me all the time in the community. Like, oh my God, I just like got a remodel basement for free after I did this challenge, like physical stuff. Cause when you're, when you're bringing shadow to light, when you're working with your, your energy, that's one thing that I teach. And I do this myself is I work with my energy and I worry about, I don't worry, but I focus on how I feel. I guess it's a better way to put it. I don't worry about how I feel. I focus on how I feel. And that is essentially raising my and amplifying my frequency to then magnetize. This is the divine feminine way of working. Essentially, I magnetize things to me instead of having to go out and, and exhaust myself and get. So my meditation child just teach how to get in flow in that way mm-hmm. to then amplify your frequency to begin mani- uh, med- to begin manifesting. Five mm-hmm. times fast. Um, <laughs> 
And so I have things like that on there. And, you know, I have YouTube. So definitely check that out. Every Monday at eight, I do a live stream. So I'm like chatting with people who come on the chat and they answer, ask me questions. And I just go over the week and go over whatever I want to talk about. And I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter and Facebook. And I'm also on TikTok as well. So you can join me there. (laughs) You must, do you have a team or is it just you? Do you do this all by yourself? No. So I have an assistant. Her name is Ray. She's fantastic. Um, and yeah, that's basically okay. it. And I, and I do have some great contributors. If you check out our blog, um, I, I also write on it as well, but I have some contributors, Corinna, she's the, she's the astrologer from house of good spirits. She's another one actually, who's great to check out. She writes pretty frequently on the blog. Uh, and that's, that's, that's free for everyone. So if you want to check out my blog, you can head there and check there too. Awesome. Thank you so much, Adama. This was amazing. Yes, definitely. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did share with a friend, share it on Instagram, and don't forget to tag at yoga magic podcast. See you soon. 